welcome to another episode of Hitchhiker's Guide to IT Podcast, brought to you by Device42. On this show, we explore the ins and outs of modern IT management and the infinite expanse of its universe. Whether you're an expert in the data center or cloud, or just someone interested in the latest trends in IT technology, the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT is your go-to source for all things IT. So buckle up and get ready to explore the ever-changing landscape of modern IT management. Hello and welcome to the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT, a podcast brought to you by Device42. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney, and today we're talking about the future of artificial intelligence. If you don't know what artificial intelligence is, well, I would say, where have you been? But if you don't, we are going to dive deep into everything AI. And I have a brilliant guest who I'm happy to bring on today. Elzer Simon is an author and he's a senior IT director for global infrastructure at NYU. Thrilled to have you here. He also has written two books, AI Hacked One and AI Hacked Two. So definitely want to check those books out. Elzer, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. And uh, warm greetings to all the viewers of this podcast. Yeah, really great to have you here, Elzar. And I'm excited to have this conversation because this really is a hot topic. But before we dive into the questions, I would love for people to hear a little bit more about your background. So would you mind giving us a brief background, please? Not at all. Thank you very much. So my name is Elzar Simon. I have over 35 years of global IT leadership experience in various industries, including uh, international uh, port and shipping, finance, um, healthcare, government, IT, and higher education. As uh, stated earlier, I'm, the, I'm currently the senior IT director for New York University. Um, the, I'm heading the global infrastructure team, uh, and NYU is one of the largest global private research universities in the U.S., just uh, uh, side information, NYU has 180 plus buildings in New York City. We have two other campuses outside of the US, i.e. Shanghai and Abu Dhabi, and 11 other study away sites. My team spearheads the NYU IT Automation Center of Excellence, which is tasked to govern and coordinate automation and AI initiatives. I'm also part of a technology group at NYU that explores the use of AI in support of teaching and learning and research. I am a recipient of a commendation from the US Secretary of uh, Department of Veterans Affairs, a recipient of a Distinguished Alumnus in Information Technology Award and a Global Achievement in Information Technology Award. I'm an author of two books on AI, titled AI Hacked and AI Hacked 2, which are both distributed worldwide by Amazon. Once again, thank you, Michelle, for having me in your show. So excited to have you here, Elzar. And clearly, we know why you're here with that resume. So really looking forward to getting into this conversation. So I kind of joked earlier in the podcast at the top that if you didn't know what AI is or artificial intelligence, where have you been? You must be under a rock because it is one of, if not the hottest topics right now that really is affecting everything around us. So let's kind of break it down to give a little foundation here. What exactly is AI and how does it differ from other forms of technology? You know, I'm, I'm glad that you're asking that 
that question because a lot of people still don't understand what AI is all about. So allow me to quote a definition from Britannica. AI is the ability of a computer or a computer-controlled robot to perform tasks commonly associated with human beings because they require a certain level of human intelligence and discernment. Okay? Simply put, AI is a machine that can think and act like a human being. So AI can be a piece of software, a device, an appliance, or as stated earlier, a robot. Now, it used to be that technology, as we all know, was a tool to help or assist people in performing or doing their work. AI is quite different in that it can actually perform the work itself, right? Not just aid us in performing the work, but AI can actually do the work for us. The other difference is that computers used to simply follow or perform the instructions that we tell or the programmers tell the computers to do. Now, AI algorithms are very different in that they're written in such a way that a computer can now learn and solve related problems based on what it has learned, or in, in some lingo, what AI was fed, right? We all know, and we have heard this uh, before, garbage in, garbage out, which means that if we, if we teach AI wrong information, then that's what we are going to get, inaccurate, biased, or even misleading information or, or response. Again, computers used to be tools to help us perform our work, not do the work, <laughs> not do the work, right? Help us do, do our work. However, AI is now able to do the work itself. Big difference, huge implications, Michelle. And, and how good is AI? How good is, is AI compared to human beings? Let, let me just give you two examples to, to highlight the, the big difference between old technologies and the new technology, which is now uh, what we call artificial intelligence. There is an ancient board game called Go, and the possible board positions is believed to be, listen to this, one, followed by 170 zeros. Now, now I, <laughs> that's how complex the game is, right? I, I, know, I know thousands. I can recognize million and billion and trillion, but a number one followed by 170 zeros, I, I don't even know what, <laughs> what name to call that number, right? So in the last quarter of 2019, just four years ago, the goal world champion, South Korean Lee Sedol, announced his retirement as world champion, citing that AI cannot be defeated. Right? 
he was beaten by an AI engine, which is Google's DeepMind AlphaGo. Now, that is not the first time that we were beaten by AI, because eight years before that, Watson, which is IBM's AI platform or engine, beat exceptional human contestants in the celebrated TV game show, Jeopardy. 2011, right? As far back as 2011, we were already beaten by AI. Those who watch Jeopardy know that the question is framed like an answer to a question. And the answer that has to be given by a, a contestant should be in the form of a question. That's how complex that game is, right? And yet, we were beaten by a machine. So how good is AI compared to humans? I'd say we humans are headed for some tough competition. Yeah, I'd say so. And there are a million with a hundred thousand zeros uh, questions that I have that are coming up right now with all of this. So let me go into this. So now we know how artificial intelligence works, and we're going to cover a lot of territory here, but let's take a look at all of its capabilities. I mean, you gave us some examples just from board games and, you know, a TV game show that I'll be honest with you. I mean, there's a big difference between Wheel of Fortune and, and Jeopardy. When you go into, you have to be the kind of the smarty pants to, to be sitting through Jeopardy and get a few right on that one. So what are the full capabilities of what AI can do across other spectrums that really hasn't been seen in the past? Well, there are, there are numerous subfields in AI, but let's start with the more familiar uh, capabilities of, of uh, artificial intelligence. So I, I mentioned earlier that machines, right? AI is a, is a machine that can think and act like a human being. So let's, let's refer to the human capabilities and compare that with, with AI and, and vice versa. So the first one that's obvious is AI can talk or converse with humans, either audibly or via text. And so when I say AI can talk to us audibly, that also means that AI can hear and that AI can speak. There is a subfield in AI called natural language processing or NLP. AI can understand and converse in human language. How do we know that? Well, we know today that we can talk to Siri and Siri can understand what we are saying and respond to us in an audible human language. Not computer language, human language. Now, using what is called large language model or LLM, we can not only have a chat with OpenAI's ChatGPT or Google's Bard, but these AI engines can generate content like stories, poems, news items, essays, term papers, job descriptions, cover letters, 
and many more. That's why they're called generative AI. Right? So you will hear them, you, we, you will hear people say generative AI and open, you know, chat GPT, because those engines can actually generate text-based content. Now, a large language mod model or LLM is a type of AI algorithm that uses a very, very large data set to understand, to summarize, to generate and even predict content. The numbers in the internet are not consistent, you know, as far as how many languages can we, um, can we use to talk with, with ChatGPT or BARD, right? The numbers are, are inconsistent there, you know, there's, and it's not definitive, but some say that ChatGPT can converse in 95 languages. I know a person who can, who can speak fluently in six languages, but, but not 95 Some of languages. us had trouble with one, Elzar, so I think that's, that's, that's pretty amazing right there. Exactly. And, and that same friend of mine who can speak six languages, he was the one who told me that chat GPT's French is flawless. You know, the, the other thing is uh, Sundar Pichai in, a, uh, in an interview uh, mentioned that they are learning that their own AI engine, which is BARD, was able to learn the Bangladeshi language on its own without being trained. Isn't that phenomenal? And, and people are now talking about the possibility of AI cracking some of the ancient languages that have already disappeared, right? That no one knows. AI can now be used to crack those languages. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. I think of the you know Indiana Jones movie now is out, and you think of of the ancient you know scenes that they have. It just reminds me of something out of a, a sci-fi movie. Exactly, exactly. You know, um, reality is is now, and and uh, as as they say, has is is uh, stranger than than fiction, and that's what we're seeing now. By the way. Um, ChatGPT and BARD can also generate and troubleshoot computer code in various computer languages, right? which is, of course, their native language. Now, going back to uh, human capabilities, our machines thinking and acting like human beings, AI can also see. How do we know that? There is a subfield in AI called machine perception, whereby a computer can interpret in a way that humans use our senses. A good example of this is facial recognition technology that enables computers to recognize a person or persons in a digital photo or or, listen to this, predict the breed of a dog with very high degree of accuracy. Wow. That's this incredible. 
It's absolutely incredible. This machine perception technology is also used to develop self-driving cars, buses, trucks, as well as numerous kinds of robots, right? For, for example, used in uh, assembly line. A similar technology, which is quite interesting, is also used in some areas in, in medicine. And there is so much to cover on this topic that unfortunately we are out of time for this podcast episode. So we are going to actually break this into two parts because it is such a big topic and we don't want you to lose any of the great information that Elzar is putting out there. So I want to thank Elzar for being our special guest, Elzar Simon. He's the author of AI Hacked and AI Hacked 2 and also Senior IT Director for Global Infrastructure at NYU. We've been talking about artificial intelligence and the future. And I want to thank you for tuning in to this very special episode, part one of this episode of the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT. You will be seeing part two of this episode very shortly. So I would highly encourage you to be on the lookout for that. Of course, you can go to device42.com to subscribe to this podcast. So be on the lookout part two of this episode. So good. We had to break it into two because there's just too much information to get on one episode. I'm your host, Michelle Don Mooney. Thanks again for joining us. We hope to see you on the next podcast. 